Thank uh, you. Oh, uh, welcome. Oh, appreciate it. Everybody, Taggart included, ah. to the Tag and Brando podcast. Been working on my radio voice. Smooth jazz radio voice. Hey, don't tell any, don't let anyone tell you it's not good, man. It's coming along. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, absolutely. Uh, but I think we got to speed things up a little bit, so I'll use my regular voice. This is a podcast where we're just gonna be talking to each other about some some things in the world, some things in our past, and some. Things in our own lives, personal, new things Ooh. that we we kind of go out there. But uh, starting off here, uh, Tiger, how goes it today? It goes good. It goes good. We're we're recording this at a different time of day than we normally do, and I think that mm-hmm. might facilitate less yawns. Though I'm not sure if. But before this podcast is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is a you know, good example of what that will be. But anyways, um, but yeah, man, I'm doing I'm doing good. How about yourself? I I'm also doing pretty good. Um, the fact that you mentioned that now makes me think like, yeah, it's actually I'm still in my basement, so it's still pretty dark in here because I didn't bother to turn the light on. Okay. So uh, you, you kinda, want that yeah. same ambiance? So you're go- yeah, you're exactly. going for it. I'm in a different room completely. It's bright in here because there's like sun outside. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah. So uh, yes, welcome to our daytime podcast. <laughs> as, as, as the daily our, show. Yeah, as opposed to all the kids are in bed and let's get let's get going. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So we are going to have a question of the daytime today. Uh-huh. Uh, we're gonna do Taggart's gonna have a triggered memory uh, episode. Like it, <laughs> that sounds like epilepsy or something. Like or like you know some kind of fit. Uh, no, we're gonna have a triggered memory and then uh-huh. uh, share share some new. So, yeah. um, Taggart, yeah. the question of the day for for all of us out there in um, we need we need like a name for our, our listeners uh, listeners right now. Uh, <laughs> you know, keeping up with your resume is something uh... you. Uh-huh. Is it, this is a mini question, is it something you do on the reg, or is it like a, oh, oh I need to update, blow the dust off of this thing and, and update it here? Oh, so no. I haven't looked at my resume <laughs> until you were like, let's talk resumes. And I was like, let's see what the last one I did was. Um, <laughs> do you want to know? It was 2016. Ooh, all right. Twenty sixteen. That yes, is that, that is fresh. That is that yeah. is great. Um so yeah, we're talking resumes. Um I don't know if uh, if you've ever taken like a class or, or gone to any of those like workshops where people kinda work through your resume and everything and you gotta uh-huh. tailor your resume to the job you want and so you know, you kinda yeah, trim some fat and cut around some things and everything. But let me just ask, um, the question of the day is kind of give us a rundown of your your last resume and what kind of things, like, 
do you keep on there as kind of just a general principle? And what kind of things are you like, oh, I remember when I cut this thing out. Like this was, this was, you know, a decision. I'm just like, nope, I'm, this, this is, makes me sound like I'm 17 years old and trying to like win my paper route back kind of a thing. Well, that's, yeah, very <laughs> interestingly worded. Um, so the last time I really worked on my resume was, uh, when I was trying to get a jab, of course, back in mm-hmm. 2016. Um, and I really was up for two different, well, I, yeah, I had interviews for two different jobs around the same time frame. And uh, though I can't find the other one, I made this- two resumes because I tailored one to the one place and one to the other place. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so this is two different places it's not like a, a move up in an organization no company. no 20, okay. 2016 is... we for some background we had been in korea for a year we came back we tried to do some entrepreneurial like odd job type things to like make money and then uh my wife was like uh we're having a baby and i was like i guess i need a real <laughs> job uh, Ooh, and so baby job. So that's kind of where we were at. So at this, the time. so this is what brought on the necessity, as you as we said. Right. Was like I was a, like, I guess I'm full time in it now, and we're not doing our little piddly mm-hmm. stuff, which you know uh, was fun, but we was poor. Um, so yeah, so I made this. Uh, the one that I'm really looking at here was more tailored towards a different job, I think. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that's not on here anymore, like just history-wise. So, okay, so mm-hmm. I was applying for a job at this company who they make, they made it and they make different, like, uh, basically computers but they're not there are like tailored computers and workstations and different stuff different chassis okay. for different things uh, mm-hmm. they did a lot of like uh, military contract work and stuff but they're building these you know different chassis for different things with different boards and different components inside blah 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 mm-hmm. okay all right and that was the job that I was applying for was to go and just to be the guy building the box right like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not engineering it i'm not doing any of that stuff they're just like these are the parts that we need in there build it component a goes into slot b right, and I'll, go for it i was yeah. like mm-hmm. uh i could do this in my sleep like give me this job um mm-hmm. uh so anyways i had applied for this job and this was the resume that i had uh at the time it you want me to run through the stuff that's on here? Uh, not in great detail, but like, yeah, if, like, what kind of stuff you got? You got your work history. Like, how do you cover? I mean, I guess you put Korea on there, right? As I as did put Korea, thing. I did put Korea okay. on there. <laughs> it was my latest job, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I guess I, what I would be interested mostly is yeah. 
we, we got the base. This is a technology kind of company building uh-huh. computers. Uh-huh. How are you tailoring teaching English to children for computer, you know, for, for computer construction kind of a thing? So, like, what what are those kinds of details, I guess? Well, it, it uh, that centered more on the communication side of things. Okay. Right? So, mm-hmm. to work as a team, whatever team you're in, you've got to be able to, like, communicate. So, so, yeah, the skills from that don't necessarily apply directly to I can build computer things. <laughs> right. But it does speak to well i can work in a team and i developed you know while we were there we had to develop these plans and blah 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 and follow these instructions and like you know the different whatever and communicate uh work closely with the other teachers and the other staff and blah 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 and be flexible and all this you know that kind of stuff is all within Mm -hmm. that to show well yeah the skills of putting things in a box can be can be learned, right? Right. You want the right person in the job who can fit with the people and who can be effective at communication and all that kind of stuff. So that's what that that's mostly tailored to that. At the Makes sense. at okay. the time, I was like building computers for people. Right. So that uh, and that was present. So that was Free, like freelance, just yeah, just like family, just being like, hey, I need right. a new. Well, what are you looking for? Right. I you want a computer? Want. Like mm-hmm. I just enjoy it. So like, why don't we just we'll order, figure out what you want, and order the pieces, and I'll put it together. Like, mm-hmm. so so you know, I had a, a website and some other things or whatever. So that's like the first thing I put on there, which it was a current job, so easy peasy, but I'm like, uh, I can build things. <laughs> That's basically, <laughs> you know, down this alley. I've right. done this. I can put components together. Like, so anyways, so, um, so other than that, you know, I really just stuck to what my latest and greatest jobs were. Ooh, before that okay. and really the latest ones like my direct TV stuff and being a mm-hmm, general true. general manager mm-hmm. at the Jamba uh, <laughs> yep and even working at uh, UCCS when I was doing like media stuff for them mm-hmm. um, but yeah there's nary a mention of Pizza delivery, or <laughs> you know, drywalling, I, right, etc. Exactly. Okay. And now I did mention when I worked for uh, an AC company, all I did was put uh, filters in the big AC units. But I put that on there just also to show like I can work <laughs> I, with mm-hmm. with this with equipment, you know. Big machine. I can put things in a box. Yeah. Exactly. So, Mm -hmm. uh, and so, I mean, that's really the things that I have on there. But, Um, is there any special skills or anything that you, yeah, uh, I list, keep, keep, keep it going? I have, 
I'm not special skills, but like there's a bolt there. I do have bullets at the top, some of which are good and some of which are not that great. Um, <laughs> of like, uh, you know, skills that I have uh, interpersonally as well as like, you know, uh, mm-hmm. through work experience and stuff like that. Though I did put, yeah, and I did put some special interests at the bottom. And that was, again, mostly tailored to building things with my hands, you know? Mm-hmm. So electronic repair and, and uh, video editing and, and stuff like that. So. Awesome. So, um, it sounds like you didn't get said job though. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I so. didn't. They went with some other guy. Honestly, I, I know why I didn't get the job. Mm-hmm. And it was because the guy thought that we were just going to go live out of the country again, like in two seconds. Oh, gotcha. And okay. he's like, he's so. like, well, this is a long time job. Like, we want somebody who's going to be sticking around. And I'm like, he's like, how do I know? How do I know you're not just <laughs> going to, you're not just going to move, move to Korea again? And I'm like, yeah. you don't, but like, we don't have any plans to do that. And, mm-hmm. And it wasn't just like a whim that we went. Like we had a job before we went there, and a baby. And and people leave jobs all the time. You should hire Mm -hmm. the right person, even if you get them for you know a year or two. Then like order some like hire somebody else because they're like this guy might be a flight risk. Like. If they don't like your job, they're going to leave anyways, regardless of whether they're going out of the country. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. They're not. They're not going to up and get this. Like, oh, okay, we. If I'm going to leave this job, it has to be for like we have to leave the country. I'm that embarrassed <laughs> to quit. Like this guy right. might see me on the street, you know, somewhere. So I'm going to be walking, you know. So I'm. I'm exactly. going to walk completely out. So that that is an interesting take on. Oh, sorry. I don't know. He was, he was an older gentleman, and he thought we were flitty, really. And I was like, um, That's okay. really weird. Mm-hmm. We went and did a job for a year. Literally came back when the job was over. Like, yeah. what do you want me to say? <laughs> I, don't, right. I don't hold any resentment. Um, right. How about you? What do you got? What do you got? Now, I know you just recently switched kind of over to the career path that you want mm-hmm. you know working vocationally in that um, what did you have to do to tailor your resume to be where you wanted to be yeah so that was like a big kind of kind of thing um, turns out with the people that we've hired since then uh-huh I could have just like emailed them and said hey I'm interested in this job can I have it? And they'd say, yes. Really? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I mean, not to toot my own horn and, you know, spoiler alert, I got this job. Like it was, he, they were going to hire me on the spot. They hired me on the spot. Like literally, like I went in and we talked for like 10 minutes. And it's like, he's like, I have no qualms about offering you a job right now. Like if you can test for COVID, Today, we can get you started Friday, <laughs> like, as, you know, 
that's that's the kind of <laughs> and you were like kind of great thing. okay <laughs> yeah but like it was a very entry level position and have since moved on moved up from there but right the 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 way I kind of worked this because you're 100 percent right I had been working for a while in what I would call like or, or like in customer service and then in say like sales and uh, sales education and stuff like that so very and th- those were both for kind of finance companies right and now I'm switching gears entirely to a um, like scientific laboratory where they do research and it's like a wet lab and all this kind of different stuff so uh-huh. so my my kind of thought process when I was working through this is you know you want to show work history right like I can hold down a job right like and I only and I only go from job to job right so it's like that's in my mind that's what a work history kind of tells you is it's like oh we, why was there this big gap between you know 2006 and 2012 you know like what what happened there you know either there's a job that you don't want to talk about uh-huh you know or <coughs> there's there's some kind of other reason you didn't you didn't have a job and so that like that in my limited interviewing kind of raises like a little red flag so i try to fill in the gaps with my work history just you know here was my thing and here was my post and you know just to make sure that you know i'm not just like getting fired can't get a job for another two years or whatever right so on and so forth it's like no i found a better (laughs) opportunity so i moved to this job and so on and so forth right right so so i pared down all of my little things and so and i also like my resume in this one that i have it only shows three companies because that was because i also stick with jobs a long time yeah so it only shows it shows three companies on here but that's 10 years of work history right and and oh and there's overlap even and so each of those has three levels um, because showing like me different moving jobs up. and different things. Right. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> right. So, so that was my other kind of thing in putting together this resume is definitely like, uh, okay. Like long work, like solid work history sticks with the company and progresses in the companies kind of, kind of a thing. Right. Um, I had this on there for a while, but, uh, I did watch like a thing about uh, this guy just as a recruiter. He's like talking about like all the different things he's, he does to resumes. He's like, first thing, if you, if your email address is not your name at Gmail, your name at Hotmail or something like that, he's like, instantly you're, you're gone. <laughs> like I will just not even read the rest of your resume. So if it's like wow, sucker awesome. kicker twenty nine at you know at earthlink.net, you know, kind of a thing. <laughs> it's like, nope, nope, like you're done, you're done. So if it's you gotta have your name and your you know, your name at something as as like the first thing on there. And I'm like, I I can see that. I like that makes that makes a little bit of sense. 
You're not holding on to your yeah, it's you know, a, school. It's a little harsh, yeah. but uh, I get you, you got to weed people some way, and you know, right? Mm-hmm. Probably a decent indicator yeah. that they didn't set up a a good mm-hmm. a, a professional it's, email account, right? It, it's like we we really tried this year when we were voting to like look people up and you know uh-huh. get get like a sense for them and stuff. We went to this one guy's website, and this is like the day before like the election uh-huh. we went to this website and like his first page was pretty okay but then the about page when you clicked on that it was all just like the filler text like that cr- fake latin stuff <laughs> that like a website will just throw on there and like the other i'm like just just disable those links man <laughs> Oh my god! I I can't vote for you when you don't even sit down at your computer to like finish your website. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you obviously don't care about this job that much because this is not your like this is not a blog post or anything. This is your political website. Anyway, wow. Yeah. So to to kind of draw the eye away from, oops, sorry, uh, all this customer service stuff. Um, I put like my, uh, laboratory experience from all of my, um, school stuff, uh-huh. like on the side, on the, near the top, um, in like bigger print right. basically. Right. So I got like organic chemistry, microbiology, cellular biology, ge- uh, genetics, you know, biochemistry, biotechnology, all like boom, 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 boom. Nice. So like couple of keywords there. Um, but the, there's two things, and I, I really struggle with taking these off my resume. And this is probably where this question comes from. So there's two kind of things that I, like, I kind of feel help me stand out a little bit. Uh-huh. One of which is on here, and one of which I reluctantly took off by, at the um, counsel of my, of my spouse. Uh, the first one, <laughs> the first one is the company that um, I started with uh, my buddy down in, right. uh, in Provo and stuff. Just because I can put on their VP of Marketing and Quality Assurance, right? Like, and co-founder of this company, kind of a thing. And he's also listed in my uh, references, you know, nice. they don't need to know how big the company was no. and it, or like that it nope. failed after only a couple of months. But no. the, the fact that it's like, Oh, this guy actually tried something. He was like, you know, entrepreneurial, like, you know, yeah, that's kind a, of thing that's like a that. go getter, man. You're, you're yeah. trying to think things up, workshop it and do it. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's, I mean, I think that's good. I, yeah. I'd put it on, you know, yeah, I, I put all exactly. my ownership stuff on. You're like, I do stuff <laughs> <Yeah>. by myself. <laughs> exactly. I mean, but as like work history builds, like that kind of gets like, is it still relevant? It's, you know, been a while, right. all this kind of different stuff. And so it, it'll be interesting to kind of uh, right. see how that, how that goes. But, um, but I mean, I'm fully ready to just cut out other parts of my work history. You know, like I think 10 years is, plenty adequate you know you don't need to know when i was no pushing pushing carts at sam's club right but that's what they say right they Mm -hmm. want about 10 on your resume so like yeah you don't have Mm -hmm. to go back farther than that right and um and i just think of like because i asked 
I asked uh, my buddy Spanky this one time. I was just like, I'm like, how many jobs have you had? Because I had the same job at Sam's. I mean, technically, um, for like eight years, you know? Yeah, dude, that's crazy. I have never had a job for eight years. Never. Right. And so that whole thing, like, my resume was just terrible. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because it was just like, uh, like Sam's Club, lot attended, cashier, bakery, like, you know, like what, like this is all just one company and it just sucks. Uh, and, everything. <laughs> and so, uh, so definitely trying to pad out my resume after that. But I asked him, I was like, how many jobs have you had? And, you know, this is about the same time. And he's just like, he's like, does it count as a job if I got hired, but I didn't go to the first day? <laughs> like uh, I guess I guess I don't know I don't think like, so like you're never gonna put well, that on a resume like you can't true, you but, can't but, classify that as work history right right but to me to me at that time like it was like sure if you got if you got an offer for a job and you didn't like you didn't go like well that's the thing man nowadays like I'll I mean, I would apply for, like, you know, a couple of different jobs, and it's like, yeah, like, whichever one's the best one, like, right? you know, don't, do not, like, this whole thing on, um, you know, it's nothing personal, it's just business kind of a thing, like, I've just gotten more and more, like, yeah, like, if your company's not doing you, a, doing you solid, and you do solid work for them, then it, that's on them, man. Like, Dude, send yeah. him a message. Did I ever tell you about anyway. my first job? Or my first, my not my first job, but my first hiring experience? Uh, no. What is that? So, when I was a kid and I was going to get my first job, mm-hmm. I interviewed at Dairy Queen. <laughs> what up? Okay. Uh, yeah. In the mall. In the mall? In or, the mall. Yes. In the mall. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and she's like, great, you know, let's let's get you working or whatever. And I I was shy, you know, I mm-hmm. was a shy child at this point, and and not so sure about myself. But I I did tell her that I had another interview because I did. Mm-hmm. And my mom my mom was like, she drilled this in. She was like, you have to tell her, <laughs> like you, if she offers <laughs> you, you a job. <laughs> You can't, right. you can't take, I mean, you need to go check out the other job. And I was like, right. okay, that makes sense to me. Of course, of course. So I said, no, I can't, you know, I gotta, I gotta go to this other job. And, uh, and so I, I got this other job, whatever. I, I, I think this was when I started working at Zuka Juice for the very first time. So mm-hmm. similar places, Dairy Queen. Zuka juice, whatever. Ooh, um, competition. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Because I don't think I told her what it was. But but she called me. So the, the lady from Dairy Queen called me and said, Hey, I got you on the schedule for this next coming week or whatever. And I was like, but I I told you I had a different interview. Like, I, I have a different job. Like, I, I'm sorry, I can't take your job. <laughs> and she was so mad at me. Ooh. And I'm like, wow. I'm a, she liked you so much. 
this is some middle-aged lady. Like, I'm I'm 16-year-old. This is my first, like, experience mm-hmm. getting a job. And she's like, uh, what? Like, you can't, ah, but I have you on this, like, and she was so angry with me. And I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. whoa, like. I am glad I don't work for you. <laughs> like, if this is how that it's going to be, show. Yeah. I dodge yeah. myself some bullets. Like, goodness mm-hmm. sakes. And I like, I don't know. Just looking back on that now, like, I'm very mad at her for doing that. Like, how, <laughs> how dare you, like, an impressionable child, like, trying, just learning what the workforce is about. being right. Being angry that they took a different job. Like. Right. Would, I mean, like that's pretty and, ridiculous. And here's the thing: is like, in that respect, like, very minimal stuff makes a difference to that 16 year old Taggart. Where it's like, right. a, it's a little closer to my house, or b, they pay me 14 cents more an hour. Like that kind of right. stuff is a make it or break right. it. You know, like, oh, I don't have to be there until like. 10 p.m. to close like they close at nine like any of those right. minimal like kind of things could could be the kicker and it's just absolutely. like absolutely yeah yeah absolutely um, yeah yeah so that i just so, want money so for candy definitely. bars like i don't you <laughs> <Yeah>. know like <laughs> i get free zuka juice you didn't give me any indication that blizzards are on the table <laughs> right <laughs> that that a mistaken blizzard or that i can make my own concoction of blizzards <laughs> So, I mean, yeah. I mean, I will. I mean, truth be told, that's the only reason I wanted to work there, so I could right. eat, I could eat myself some ice cream. <laughs> right. uh, I did. So, so the but that oh, was go ahead. But that was part of the reason I didn't take the job though, because it was in the mall, and like, mm-hmm. you're gonna see kids from school at the mall. Yes, you're gonna see less kids from school. At, in a park, yeah. At Zuka Juice. Its own facilities, yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right. It's just not going to happen as much. But kids go to the mall. I mean, at least they did. I don't know. Malls are kind of dead now. But but they did. Like, that was a thing that people did. I had a buddy who worked at that same Dairy Queen later. And I'd go, mm-hmm. see, him, I'd go see him at the mall all the time. I'd be like, hey, buddy, uh, I would like a blizzard, please. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what can you want? Like, uh, I'd see him there all the time, you know? And so yeah. I was like, I don't know if I, 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 don't know if I want that. Mm-hmm. So anyways. Um, so there's one thing on my resume that I took off uh-huh. that I oh, yes. am reluctant I'm so sorry. to have done so. Huge tangent swing. Come back, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is... Um, the organization of the world record event at um, Salt Lake, formerly Salt Lake Comic Con. Right. And um, long story short, it was basically the most comic book characters in one, like people dressed as comic book characters in one place at one time. Right. And so uh, my roommate and I were basically in charge of the logistics of this whole event and and everything like that. And I'm like, this is such a good resume builder, man. Like, who who has, like, you know, like, oh, and, like, world record holder of this thing that actually is somewhat work-related, you know? 
Like, well, and it's, but it's, I, I had to get a lot of people in a lot of in one place and make it count under very strict parameters, and so on and so forth. Logistically, right. like that was a problem that just, we totally crushed. Just showing that you could plan something to that scale and like mm-hmm. look at the details and the things that need to happen. Like, I think that's a great thing. I'm, I'm really interested, not to throw your wife under the bus, but why did she <laughs> suggest you take it off? <laughs> I mean, it's just, uh, again, this is a very, like, entry-level, like, thing, I guess. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's just, in her mind, it's just not very professional, right? But I'm like, that's the thing, man. If, like, if I literally got one job, um... Because I went in a button-up shirt and slacks and a Spider-Man belt buckle. And the guy, he, like, told me, like, you know, a couple months afterwards or I don't know when I, like, he was promoting me to, like, team lead or something like that. He was like, he's like, the reason I hired you is because it's like you could say all the right stuff. And if you're willing to wear that to a job interview, you're also fun and cool. (laughs) So you're the kind of person... We want around here. So it's almost kind of the opposite, like a weeding out factor for them, for right. me, right. to them. You know, well, like if somebody's like, right. uh, you have something ridiculous on your resume, like, I don't think you're going to work out here. And you're like, I won't work out here because I'm going to need time off the next time the convention's in town. So if that's well, not going to work, you know. I like, think that's a good point, though. Like, here's the thing. Like. You need some differentiation for when you come mm-hmm. into a job interview. Um, and yes, like to his point, you can say all the right things. Like that's what an interview is for is to say the right things. But an interview is not mm-hmm. good at showing if you have the right personality to fit in with the group. And mm-hmm. and to me, as it, and I, in my opinion, it should be higher on the list for people who are hiring. It's very important. Like you... Anybody can do the job, more right. or less. More or less, anyone can do the job. And but if you don't mesh with the group, and if you're not a good person and a good hire, and you're friendly to everybody, and like you do, like like mm-hmm. why are you there? Like why did we hire you? You know, right? And and yeah, it's 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 something on my resume that they're like it's 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 not necessarily a deal breaker, right? Like I don't think. I don't think because the way I'm going to word it is not going to be like the most comic book characters in one place. It's just like world record mass attendance event, you know, like something that's like, okay, it's like logistical preparation and, you know, stuff like that. And it's like, oh, what is this? Right. 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 And that's the thing is on a resume, like you said, you know. A resume gives you no personality whatsoever. No. It is, can the person spell? <laughs> Do they have their own, you know, their own email address? Right. <laughs> and right. Do they, you know, do they have some kind of work history and or experience in what we're looking for? Right. 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 And then that interview is like, you know, that next step of like, okay, let's feel this person out. Let's see if they're, if they match their resume, you know, because that's, you know, a little weeding out because there's plenty of, you can put whatever you want on, on there, you know? Right. Oh, marketing, marketing VP. Well, tell me what your responsibilities were. Oh, uh, well, 
uh, you know, like I basically was if you the, can't, the vice guy in charge of like yeah, getting the word, like if the getting the word out, if the president you know? got shot, I would take over marketing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the president and of the company. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, you know, and, and to fill them out, like, you know, personality-wise and stuff like that, make sure, and then, and then right. yeah, see if they could do, do do the job and fit the culture. But, yeah, company culture is a huge thing, and I think if people had more of that in their, and I just, you know, in yeah. their resume. And I just don't think there's enough questions in, in regular interviews to, like, get to know the person. Right. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. almost all questions, at least from my experience in, in most interviews, are job related. How, what mm-hmm. have you done here? What have you do this? Blah, blah, blah. And it gives you a little bit of a chance to try to inflect some personality in your answer. But mm-hmm. if you're like a bad interviewer like me, who, who I, I don't think I interview much better than I did when I was 16. Like, <laughs> I. Yeah, you got the job on the spot. Remember that. That's true. I appreciate it. <laughs> but you were on the schedule before you even even got out of the building. Exactly. Exactly. Um, that's fair. I will take that that point to the bank. Thank you. My self esteem <laughs> feels much better now. But uh, but but I'm bad at it, and I know I'm just like there's people who are bad at tests. You know, it doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. show your intelligence. Just like an interview doesn't necessarily. Show whether you're fit in their group and be able to do the job. And I don't know. Um, when I hire people, I like to ask them what they do. Like, what, what, and get, you know, I want to get to that level where they're like, well, you know, I, I, I volunteer at the convention or whatever. Whatever that level is for them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would love right. to hear about that stuff because that's going to show me uh, more about who that person is and, and, Mm-hmm. You know, if I think they can roll, because you got to be able to roll. So. And that's part of it, too, is, is like you said, you know, you people quit jobs for a number of different reasons. But a lot of times it's like, it's cause they're, is this person, yeah, is this person going to be happy doing this job? It's not right. a lot of times, can they do it? It's, are they going to be happy doing it? Because if they're going to be happy doing it, they're going to want to do it well. And they're gonna want to stick around. Yeah. Yeah. But if they're if they're like, you know, like, oh, I don't like these people, I I don't like this situation. I hope I hope my last company is listening to this podcast, which they won't be. (laughs) Right. Um it it was a weird dynamic, if I can real quick go to this tangent. Mm -hmm. Because they they fostered the company in a whole it in it leaning in more of a, like a Google direction mm-hmm. where they okay. brought food in like twice a mm-hmm. week and they always had like breakfast and like uh, power bars and like granola stuff and whatever, snacks, chips and things like you could go in the, the, the kitchen and just grab that stuff and eat it whenever you wanted. Like, so they mm-hmm. had that kind of stuff and they're like, we're cool. We do this. We got like, a basketball hoop and like, you know, you get whatever when you have breaks, you can come play or whatever. And that was what they purported. And, mm-hmm. um, and for half of the company, that's kind of the culture that they got. And then the call center mm-hmm. side of the company did not mm-hmm. really get that. 
And right. And they were they were more concerned when I started about those people's morale and their happiness and things like this. And I think they got away from that later on with different management and different uh, higher ups and things like this, where they were just like, this is an entry level job on this side. So like, why do we care about catering to these people? If they don't want to be here, they quit. We can get somebody else in. And that's kind of how the mentality went. And I was like, yeah, but like, I don't know. I think some of the best employees to move up in your company are the ones that are already there. And you're not investing time uh, in taking care of those people. Uh, which is really the main reason I left. Because I was like, nobody has eyes on me. I did mm-hmm. I did a job that nobody knew what my job was. <laughs> And, <laughs> That's kind of nice sometimes, but well, no, for, I see what you're saying. For a little yeah. bit, it was great. But then when my superior, after a, after t- like three months of one-on-ones with my superior, who was like, what do you do again? And he didn't know <laughs> what I did. I was like, I can't even go to you for help. Like, like, right. like if I can't figure it out or, or you know, not even... Like, I could do my job. Like, I never ran into anything that I was like, oh, well, I need somebody's help. But if but if I need, you know, like, how are you supposed to, like, champion me if, like, I do something that I that is right but nobody else knows because mm-hmm. – and then that gets out into the company. And they're like, well, why did he do this? My, my superior doesn't have my back because he doesn't understand what the crap I do. Right. And, uh, and so after a while, it was just like – it was very obvious. Like, this is – this is not the situation you want to be in. Uh, nobody cares about you. You're a ghost here. And you do a job that, that I don't know, some people didn't even think was essential, maybe because they didn't understand what the job was, but also mm-hmm. maybe because they thought they could get a computer program to do that job, which they definitely could have if they just developed <laughs> something. Um, right. And so... It was just not on their priority list. And so then I was just somebody that they, that wasn't on their priority list, you know? Mm-hmm. And, so and, and Yeah. And I mean, I hear you like that. Your, your manager, I've, we've said it before, like your manager should almost be able to step in. Like Absolutely. if you were sick or whatever, right? And just like and do maybe not a hundred percent capacity no. of what you do, right? But you're... if there was high priority things, you're like, this yeah. kind of needs to get done. They should be able yeah. to say, okay, I'll take an hour to do it today or whatever, you know? Exactly, exactly. And I think that's a big problem. Is yeah. and that, and that's one of the things I like about if my company's listening, um, for sure <laughs> is is like. <clears throat> Like there would be plenty of times when the COO is like, "Dude, I'm throwing on some gloves and we're like, we're doing this. Like we're getting this done. Like, no, I mean, it's not a very big company, but at the same time, he doesn't have any problem, you know, coming in on a day that you know is going to be low staffed because of one reason or another. And he's like, "All right, like I got this. Like, right. know, I know all the the issues that you guys are dealing with. So if you have any." thing we need to work out like please don't hesitate to to right. come into my office and figure it out so it's good stuff 
Oh, right. What, well, we spent, sir? We spent a moment on that, so... Uh, we did. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, I got a lot of a deep-seated emotional hurt from my previous jobs, so we could come back to this later. <laughs> we'll, we'll, touch, we'll touch on this. No worries. Uh, I wasn't seen, Brandon. Um, so... <laughs> So, I don't see you, but I but I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> this is fair. Um, mm-hmm. okay. Trigger memory. Well, let's yeah, let's let's pivot. Pivot. Okay. Uh, trigger triggered memory here. I wanted to talk today a little bit about uh, about maybe when you were younger, something that you broke. That was of value, maybe not like financial value, but value to somebody or something. Like that. Um, and it, you know, when you specifically didn't tell that person, be it a parent or or a sibling mm-hmm. or a friend or something, uh, who would have been, you know, terribly upset with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So when when I was a kid. Um, I was, I want to say maybe eight-ish, uh-huh. maybe seven, seven going on eight as, as it were. Oh. Um, hey, I, I was, uh, at my, uh, dad's stepmom's house out in New Jersey. Uh-huh. And, um, so already it's kind of a pseudo guest kind of experience right right because like, you guys not, only went not, there in the summer mm-hmm. and kind of hanging out and right so right. it's a, it's six weeks of the year you are living in this place so right. you're not a full-time resident none of the stuff is really yours it's kind of you maybe can claim like the trundle bed under your stepbrother's bed kind of a thing. So, right. Okay. It's, it's and, and whatever you brought in your suitcase. Right. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. I just thought of something else that is so good. Um, but we can talk about it later. Anyway. So, <laughs> no, I just, uh, just string us along. You remember, Why don't you? you remember those, uh, those little LCD vector, games like they had like the dentist and stuff where it's like basically you're it's like only plays one game it's uh-huh. a little handheld console yeah 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 and like usually have like maybe like directional buttons and like one or two action buttons or like but it's like seriously just like LCD so it's just black and white with a little background on the back yeah you have to like um, but they have like the X-Men game at Target for like Five dollars. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. Ugh, I gotta buy that. Anyway, that would be what I would bring, like, on the plane and play just for hours, flying back and forth. That's but great, man. I aside from it. that, yes. Um, aside from that, um, so anyway, I was in in the house, um, and I was looking for something in this extra like storage room kind of thing. It was a pretty big room. Now that I think about it, it might have been like maybe a very small bedroom or like a very big closet, like kind of halfway in between those two. Okay. So it just had a bunch of random, random stuff in it. And I can't remember what I was looking for. Probably like a sleeping bag or, uh, you know, something that, you know, is just kind of in the storage area. 
and I was moving some stuff and I dropped a uh like a a it wasn't like a it wasn't like a painting and it wasn't like a picture it was just something framed and the glass just shattered uh so now I got now like in my in my mind as a little kid I got like two problems uh-huh. like number 1 I broke this thing and number 2 now I got like dangerous glass you know right and stuff like that so I'm like trying to figure out like like what I should do and I did not want to admit because maybe I shouldn't have been looking for whatever I was looking for like I can't remember <laughs> what it was but definitely it was a like I don't know how important this is kind of thing and so this could right. be a family heirloom or whatever and anything glass as a kid is expensive you know right like you like feel you think about like ex- because it's fragile, yeah. you're like, it must be expensive. Exactly. I mean, like, anything from, like, breaking a window to, uh, like, a light bulb to a lamp to, a gl- like, you know, plates or glass or any of that kind of stuff. Like, like in my mind, it's expensive. Right. That's interesting. And everything. Whereas, like, realistically, thinking about it now, especially since I don't think it damaged the frame or maybe it you know, like bumped a corner or something. Yeah. It's like five bucks for like a pane of glass, right? Right. And you could just cut it and just put it back in there as long as it didn't rip or tear whatever was it was protecting, you know, no worries. But the glass, in my opinion, is like the, oh my gosh, like I can't believe I broke this. And so like I had to like sneak out uh-huh. and like get like the dustpan and everything and I had to clean everything up and then like put it like facing you know the back wall so like and all this kind of different stuff and I just like you know so I mean I risked a lot you know cleaning that all up because I could have cut myself and right you know all that kind of different stuff as a, as a little kid um, and I'm sure that would have been like the bigger thing like if if I had cut myself and gotten hurt then it's just like, well, why were you cleaning up the glass? Right. Why didn't you tell us? Well, I didn't want to get in trouble. Right. Well, now you're in big. Now you're in bigger trouble because you did this, you know. So, um, but yeah, that was definitely something I remember. It was just like, uh, like dark in there, and there was a bunch of other stuff. So I had to like, uh-huh. you know, try to clean the glass around all this other, other stuff. And then I don't even know if I cleaned all the glass out of the picture. I know I just cleaned up the stuff on the floor. So, um, so yeah, that was it to this day. I mean, I, this is the first time I even remember talking about it with anybody. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, exclusive. Right. And I don't think I could tell with any more detail. So anybody would really remember, you know, like if I told like my stepmom now, she'd be like, Oh, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, right. It's not like, Oh, that was you. Like that was my, you know, <laughs> like great aunt's photo and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. So yeah. Uh, what about you? What, what is, what is your classic break and break and hide? Yeah. So mine was a, re- was a retainer. Um, Ooh. I, uh, 
the the how I did it is a great story. I mean, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, so you know those like uh, those green, hard Nature Valley granola bars. Oh, yes, like. Yeah, basically just like a roofing shingle, like right. So, so I granola. so I'd snuck one of those uh, up to my room, and I because <laughs> okay. we weren't supposed to have food up in our room, right? So I'd snuck one up because I wanted. Mm-hmm. I think it was bedtime or something, and I wanted to eat something, so I snuck it upstairs. I <laughs> so you picked the loudest like food, just like oh, that's I don't funny. know. My parents are doing other know, things, like they don't like. Right. I, I was coy about. I you know, but I right. ate. I ate half of it, and then I don't know if I like ran out of time or or what. But I was well, like, or 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 saliva didn't bring right. any water up just with you. Dried me all out, <laughs> right? So, but I was like, I'll leave the second one for later. So. So, but it, I don't. Oh, have, so the two pack got right, right. right. Yeah. So I don't have it, but I don't have like anything to seal it up in, right? So it's just chilling in the package, but the package is open because mm-hmm. I ate the other half, and I and I hid it in my closet. I do not know how long it was there before I found it, um, but <laughs> but I found it again, and I was like, oh yeah, I still got this. I need to eat it to get rid of it. Because I don't want anyone else to find that I left this up here, and 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 I don't think at the time I felt like I could sneak it out and throw it away or whatever. Um, but it did look good to me too. I was like, mm, I'm going to eat this. So uh, didn't take my retainer out. Ooh. Because I don't. Okay. Usually, gotcha. I don't usually have to. Mm-hmm. I I ate the other one and I left it in. Like not a big deal. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize this was a petrified piece of wood that I was trying to <laughs> right. eat, right? You know, it's already hard, but now it's drier than it usually is. And it's been days, you know, maybe right. weeks. I don't remember. But I tried to bite it. Didn't really bite it. It didn't break, but it broke my retainer in half. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> uh-huh. And I was like, oh, no. Because now it's now my my quote unquote bad behavior is compounding. I've snuck this away. I tried to yeah, eat exactly. it, and then it's broken this thing in half. And I so I, and I know this is expensive. You know my retainer. Right. I'm like uh, mm-hmm. my mom's like, be careful with this with your life. You know. So um, the only thing that I could do, or or that I came up with, well, okay, well. Step back. The, the nice thing about the break, it was a clean break in the middle. Mm. I didn't... See, I, I had retainers that had the little key to expand in the middle. Right. So, like, yeah, I'm just thinking, if this, that breaks, the right. mechanism screwed. Right. Yeah. No, this was after my expander, so I didn't have... Mm-hmm. It didn't have the little key boy in the middle. It was just a regular retainer, but it broke in, in half. But I could... Uh, I, I could stick it together. Mm-hmm. It's and, still lined up. And, and then uh-huh. put it, and then still put it in my mouth with the big crack in the middle and it lined up and pushed against each other and kind of interlocked. And I was like, this is probably as good, right? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't like my trying to keep the force of my teeth from falling back together. It's, you know. Right, right. It's not going to, uh, yeah, it should still work. 
So, um, and so again, I don't know how long I rocked the broken retainer, but I rocked it for a while. And I don't, I don't remember how my mom found out about it, but she did. And then she was like, what? And how long? And I'm like, I don't know, mom. Um, <laughs> it's been a minute. I can't remember now. Um, but, but, oh gosh, sorry. I'm dropping my, bump my thing and almost dropped my microphone. Sorry, people, if that was loud and disgusting. Um, <laughs> but, you uh, break it or you're going to, you're not going to tell us. Um, what are you talking, what are you talking about? <laughs> what? <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> but anyways, that's my story. That was my story. My mom was not happy with me. And I remember I had to go in and like, be like, I'm sorry. And like, give the doctor the broken retainer. Uh, it was, a uh, it was a rough, rough go. But, and I mean, truth be told, to all, all parents and potential parents out there, I mean, it's 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 always gonna be that unless you have some kind of super crazy awesome parenting style that your kids are just gonna be scared to get in trouble like with you right and the whole thing on like well you know if you had told us you know straight up that you broke this and we're honest you wouldn't be as punished as bad as now that you tried to cover it up and everything like that you're like uh see i don't have an attorney present so <laughs> like there's no guarantee that i'm gonna get some sweet plea bargain for admitting guilt you know what i mean right like and and so well and I, part I, of I, it's part of it's just delaying it you know, mm-hmm. there's some set, there's some psychological thing where you're just like, I will get in trouble, mm-hmm. but how about not today? Right. Can we do this a different time? I got things to do. Right. Exactly. And I mean, I would say it's, it's probably got to be really hard to like come to a child and be like, okay, I'm not mad. <laughs> Because you broke whatever expensive thing. Right. You know, and everything like that. Uh, But, and just like, I'm glad you came to me and, you know, whatever, whatever. Like, because that's the other thing is, I mean, maybe parenting is slightly different now. But that, like, it didn't matter if you came to him immediately or three weeks later. You still got this, like, knee-jerk, yelled-at reaction. Right. a A lot of the time. And so that doesn't bode well for a little kid being like, I don't know if I tell him like, it'll be better. And it's like, I don't think so. Cause they're still going to be mad at me. (laughs) They're still going to, yeah. And stuff like that. So, um, yeah. Uh, I broke a lot of retainers. That's just, that's just how it goes. Well, this is how, uh, I mean, I lost my retainer one time. Mm-hmm. At lunch. At school. Okay. And the only explanation was it was in the trash can, and I had uh, and I on your tray, and you jumped it right. And mm-hmm. uh, I basically went to the office and like called my mom, and she's like, "Go mm-hmm. and dig through that trash can until you find that retainer." And I was like, but mom, mm-hmm. all the kids are there and they're looking at me. 
Um, but that I did. I had to go and I had to dig through. The, I found it, but it was mm-hmm. not at the top. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right, and then you get it. the added humiliation of you now can clean said retainer, but you then have to continue to use right that retainer. I got to go wash this like, in the sink. Yeah, and... you're gonna. You're, your kids, your, the kids in your class are going to be like, I know you had to dig through the trash and put this, you know, put trash that in, your in your later, mouth later, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. No. I could see yeah. it's in there. Shut up. Exactly. Yeah, man. That's funny. So, yeah, exactly. That's, that's the kind of weight I think both of our stories carry in the fact that it's just right. like, yeah. Like anything glass is expensive and anything any like your retainer is valuable enough to where you gotta dig through the trash, so Right. We don't wanna own up to, to breaking that kind of stuff. Like yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, man. Yeah. Alright, word. Um let's do some new. Let's do some new. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, and I'm there's uh, I thought of something else, uh, but that person uh, has no statute of limitation on their stuff, and so I would still get in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) So, no. We're We're going to keep that for later. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to keep that till. Yeah. Anyway. That's amazing. uh, What? What? what, um, So, can I go new? I'll go new. Go new. Is that cool? Yeah. Go new, new? Go new, okay. new. So, um, I found out today there is um, newish scam out there. Um, if you're trying to, if you're ever trying to sell anything online, uh-huh. right, through yeah. Craigslist or some kind of classified Facebook marketplace, any of that kind of stuff. There's always the scammers out there, and they're the hungriest. They're the hungriest people. Like, seriously, any post I have for something that's not, like, super cool and super cheap, you know, like, Uh like if I post something for free online, um, you know, I'll take every every offer with a grain of salt. Like, not holding it. If it's here, it's here. If it's not, you know. Sorry. Right, you know, right, 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 right. But you get a lot of people jumping on that first thing. Like, they're just refreshing that page, like, waiting for something that, you know, that they, they want. Right. Flip to selling something for, you know, a couple of bucks or, you know, anything over 50 bucks especially. People just are hardcore trying to scam the crap out of you. So anything you get in the first 20 minutes of posting something like that, I'm just going to start ignoring, like seriously, because I I just posted a couple of things today. Yeah. And so so the, the scam that I normally get, especially with electronics, is, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I need, uh, or exactly what my daughter needs. She's on a trip in Africa. I'll pay you 400 extra dollars if you can ship it to her in Africa. 
and here's a cashier's check oh or some crap like that. Really? Right? Yeah. Like, I'll pay you full price and give you money for shipping, like, if you can ship it to Africa for her. I'm like, no, I can't do that. And they're like, and all this kind of different stuff. And so that's a classic one. Um, <laughs> if you're if you're listing a car, it's all about, um, you know, getting a cashier's check and somebody will be there to pick it up and all that kind of different stuff, right? Right. So this new scam that I got bombarded with today, because I listed a couple of different things in multiple multiple places um, or multiple phone numbers texting me back about it or about the different things. So they, they want to verify that the posting is real. Like that's their first message is like, Hey, I'm interested in whatever. Uh, I just want to make sure this post, this posting is real or this ad is real. It's like, I'm going to send you a, um, a code, like a verification code. Um, to send back and you get then like a Google voice alert that says like, here's your verification code and they want you to give that to them. And so what ends up happening and, and, um, the thing that I've noticed on this is, uh, like it comes from a phone number in your area, uh-huh. but in my case, it comes from newer phone numbers. Because like, eight hundred one is the traditional. I mean, you have an eight hundred one number, right? <laughs> you know, whereas what is it eight or three eight five or something is like the new area code, and so all right. these are from newer numbers in this in this area. So that's flag number one at this point. Flag number two is that somebody else, some other number is going to text you a verification code and like who the frick cares. So I looked this up and yeah, this scam is basically they are trying to use your phone number to set up a Google voice account and they just need your quote unquote authorization that you own the phone number and that's what the verification code is all about. So if you give that back to them, they can then type it in as you know, now it's verified and then they can use it for whatever they want. They can run scams off of that. They can, um, you know, uh, you know, call like telemarketing style from your number, all this kind of different stuff. And so it basically just opens your phone number up to them being able to use it through Google voice, which is ridiculous. That's crazy. I don't like it. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's so ridiculous. And like, it's, again, always something new and I hate it. <laughs> like yeah, I hate like having to like, okay, I'm just going to post this online, you know, 20 bucks. And then it's just like, and, and that's their hook is, well, I need you to prove that this ad is real. And so you get this like little, like it indignant, like, well, yeah, of course it's real. Like I'm a, like, what, like what? You know, and so that you you want to prove that it's real to get the sale, I guess. And so you follow their instructions and, you know. No. Yeah. I'd be like, Getting no. screwed over. No. Yeah. Meet, me, meet me in a parking lot and I'll show you that my item is real. And then we 
If you don't, if you right. want it, take it. If you don't, then don't. Like, mm-hmm. like giving you information. Right. Crazy. Exactly. Exactly. And so, blech, it's just something to watch out for. Never give anybody a verification code that they're trying to send you, I guess. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I got some buy or uh, I got some stuff for sale. So if anybody wants to, <laughs> yeah. uh, I only accept cash. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's what is your the new? Well, we've just been doing some work in our trailer. Uh, we have we have moved our daughter up. To a upper bunk now. Mm, okay. She is small and young, and so I had to like uh, Jimmy rig a like a barrier so she wouldn't fall out of bed. Mm, okay. So at first I used like some ratchet straps and like a pillow, like a long <laughs> pillow to like. <laughs> <laughs> not on her directly. No, not no. No, I didn't ratchet herself <laughs> to the bed. But, but I made like a... Just tell us when you got to go potty, honey. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, but, uh, you know, that quickly showed that it was a terribly bad Band-Aid fix, you know. Mm-hmm. So the other day I went out and I bought some uh, two-by-twos. And we cut some uh, we cut some wood pieces, mm, and we okay. drilled them together, and uh, we built a I built a railing for mm. her bed. So we're gonna build a ladder for it as well, so she can climb up and stuff. But uh, for now, yeah. So for, so we we also like short the. The bed frame that we're using now for the upper bunk was the lower bunk, and we had to, like, chop it. So we got this dude to chop it and plate it together. Um, Okay. So it's, like, the right size for the upper, and we put that in. And anyway, so we built that rail in a night. Like, it was really pretty quick. Um, uh, But, yeah, so now my wife is all gung ho and doing stuff, so she, like, primed all the walls and... And uh, she's going to be doing, I'm going out of town this weekend. She's going to be doing all this stuff. So, so yeah, I'm excited to see what it looks like when I get back. But I was pretty proud of the rail. It looks real good. Uh, we, put, mm-hmm. we, we puttied up the holes and stuff. We, we seated the, the screws inside, you know. So, and then we puttied, Ooh, them, okay. puttied them over mm-hmm. so you can't even see them. I even bought a pocket jig, so I, I did a couple of pocket holes. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, like the I like a pocket jig and stuff. It's fun. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. So, so we had all the right tools, and it went pretty quick. And and uh, there's still some we still have to paint it and stuff like that, and it's probably sanded a little bit more. But uh, but yeah, we were able to do it in the night and get her up there that night, and and uh, it's perfect. Looks real good. So. That's awesome. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's... It's interesting that there's so much stuff you can do by yourself to improve your own space oh, in yeah. general. It's it's great. Um, my, my mom sent me something just recently, um, like how this guy... 
like painted and you know put like mold, crown molding up and all this kind of different stuff in yeah. their nursery uh-huh. like all while his wife was out of town it's like this little heartfelt like little video you know she came in he like blindfolded her and you know came up and she's like oh my gosh it's so pretty like for their for their baby and whatever uh-huh. and like but the funny thing is the only thing I got out of it is like she comes home and she's very pregnant and it's like eight and a half you know she's eight it says like she's eight and a half months pregnant and I'm like what's she doing going out of town at eight and a half months <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're like like for multiple days are you kidding me <laughs> that baby can that baby's gonna pop out anywhere <laughs> exactly that's hilarious <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> and without her husband all right <laughs> like <laughs> so yeah that uh that was that's fun Classic. no that's awesome man um yeah keep it up that's yeah, man. that's that's it, it, it will be a thousand times better when you do all the stuff you want to do instead of just sitting there right just being like ugh, like yeah, and that's, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, anybody wants to uh, send us their resume um, just to take a gander, <laughs> that's that's yeah. that's fine. Tag andbrando at gmail.com um, or uh, anything. We can we can hold a, a Zoom interview um, if you want to <laughs> practice <laughs> practice showing your showing off your personality and your in your interview because I think I think a lot of people's got you got to do that because a personality is going to come through at some point you know right help hopefully it makes them you know make a good decision on on and what's their personality because if you're some people are also like there's bad interviewer or interviewees there's bad interviewers right (laughs) it's just like right but uh thanks everybody for uh, jumping in with us yeah. this day and yeah I don't have the urge to say goodnight like I always do it's <laughs> 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 so always like everybody have a good night whenever you're listening to this but um, yeah that's take, it take 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 luck everybody take Keep luck real. and care <laughs> alright bye bye <laughs>